Hello everyone, this is Fictionality, a nerdy podcast for things that are good. My name is Brenda. Who else would like to introduce themselves? I'm Mary. I'm Rochelle. I'm Paloma. Did everyone say their names? Yep. We did it. Okay, cool. I didn't get... I couldn't hear it on my end because my internet's so bad. Um, <laughs> if someone rich is yeah. listening, get Brenda some new internet. Yes, please. please. God, I need a sponsor. <laughs> All right, we're going to start the episode off with everyone sharing a small thing that they think is good. I have the randomizer all up and ready. And Paloma, you are first. Nice. Um, this week, I blasted through this like 14 and up series called space battle lunchtime that <gasps> oh yeah. i love space battle lunchtime it it's so good in like 2016 but i think it was like too ahead of its time it's like yeah this young woman named peony gets like uh, abducted but like by her will to enter this like galaxy like cooking baking show and so she's like the only human and is like dealing with space ingredients and then so there's like cool. intrigues. It's like some of the contestants have have gone missing. And then there's a small like card game for it now that looks yeah. cool. But that's really? not my context. Oh, there's a card game. Yeah. Now? Wow. Yeah, and Brenda, three volumes. Oh. We didn't even see like the completion yeah, of like when did the that first. Happen? We just got them like a few months ago, and I was like, wait, what the hell? There were three of these. Did they like not come out in single issues? They must have transferred over, but. Yep, it's really charming, really funny, and, like, zany. Um, Peony gets a alien girlfriend named Neptunia. It's great. Oh. So cool. I always used to, like, describe it to people as chopped in space. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes! That's what it is. I forget yeah, read it. it. Holy shit. It's really good. I love that. I'm so glad you read that, Paloma. It's so good. <laughs> do you watch... Do time, you, have, you, have you read Rutabaga Adventure Chef? Because I... I love that. I read the first one. Yes. That was book of the month. <laughs> oh my so gosh, yeah. So funny, so good, and I love that little, sweet little bald baby boy. Who's... You guys ever had a rutabaga? No. Maybe like, one? I won't, I won't be putting those no, in my I've mouth. No, never... <laughs> I've had a rhubarb. Um, I like rhubarb. Very different, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> rutabaga is a root vegetable, uh, and you can do... Is it white? rhubarb Rhubarb is something else. I don't, I don't yeah. really know. A rhubarb tastes like, good It's like in, sweet uh, celery. Pies. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. You put it with some strawberries. You put it <laughs> oh, in yeah. a pie. Oh, yeah. You put it in a pie. That's the you only gotta, way I know that it's yeah. good. But it's fine. <laughs> yeah. You can it's, put stuff it's, inside that's gross. Paloma. Oh, yeah. trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming to our uh, food mini segment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love food again. books. Hell, yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. Does anyone... Does anyone remember? Was it flavor? Is that what it was called? Yes. Yeah, that yes. was hot Paloma, for a little Do you remember? I it was, was so good. Yeah, it's um. God, what is that book about? It takes place it's like a about, fantasy like, world where food is a big deal, and this yeah. like girl, like whose mm. parents like run a restaurant, but they kind of like close down because I think the dad hurt his leg, and then there's like an underground cooking competition and she just really needs money and she also just wants to cook oh i think there's probably laws against who can cook and who can't cook yeah and she's trying to find that one special i, I want to say it's a potato but it's like some special mushroom or potato or something to mm-hmm. cook with <laughs> and maybe somebody else is trying to find it too right mm-hmm. and a couple and issues dogs. yes and there's a dog yes. i love stories with dogs and the them. art is like yeah. The panels the were so like full. Really... Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just really detailed and interesting. Like, the proportions are a little bit wonky, but, like, in a good way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I love wonky proportions. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Even when it's, like, makes it maybe kind of bad art, I love it more. <laughs> it's like, this is good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Food books. Great pick. Food books. Yeah, we need to talk about yeah. food books more often. Maybe, Maybe we do episode. an episode. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Cool. Ooh. Table that All one. Right. I'm, yeah, let's write that down in the Discord. Uh, I'm next on the list mm-hmm. for good things. And mine's going to kind of sound like a sponsorship. And I assure you, it's not. <laughs> but it could be. Hey, hey. Maybe. Um, I've been getting HelloFresh boxes because oh. I can't cook. But like, I really needed to like 
learn how to cook a vegetable. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's real. I was like, yep. yeah, I was like, why do I feel so bad? And then I was like, Brenda, you haven't had a vegetable in a week. <laughs> like, That'll do it. <laughs> We just, like, don't eat vegetables. And I'm like, well, I got to learn how to eat vegetables. So, like, I've been getting HelloFresh. Like, I get a box, like, every other week. Because, like, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of energy for me to cook. And yeah. I don't have yeah. a lot of energy. So, um, I've been getting it for, like, about – I don't know how much longer I can, like, continue to get it. Because it is expensive. But mm-hmm. the instructions, I feel like, are, like, laid out really well. Mm-hmm. And I made this really cool, like, mushroom uh, – like pasta with like a white sauce that was like really fucking awesome i'm sold i like everything you just said (laughs) yeah and there's like also like a chickpea bowl that has like Mm. yellow rice and like onions and tomatoes and like that one's like popped up three times yeah it's so good that one's like popped up three times that i've had my hello fresh so far and every (laughs) time it pops up i'm just like well i gotta yeah i gotta get that one (laughs) i love that so I'm always interested in those things too, because I'm like, how does this like how does this show up to your house? And like, is it yeah. actually easy, or does like the it whole podcast easy. community just say like to do it <laughs> for money? <laughs> like, I'm no, fine. I'm not getting paid. I mean, they can pay me if they <laughs> I pay Brenda <laughs> wink for wonk, this. But <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, it actually is easy. And like, I'm a absolutely terrible cook. Like, cooking hmm. culture was like not part of like my upbringing. We like just cook. We just, like, throw something on the oven and we're like, well, that's good. Like, it was never, like, an art form. Oh, yeah. If you get what I'm kind of going yeah. for. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just, like, it was practical. Food is practical. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't have a lot of cooking skills. So, like, I'm learning to cut vegetables and, I'm, like, learning to, like, fry stuff in a pan. And um, So proud of you. Yeah, I on- love this. Yeah, there's... There's only once that I've been, like, kind of, like, out of my depth. But other than that, I'm having a really good time, and everything's been really tasty. It happens to all of us when cooking. Sometimes you just, (laughs) you overshoot, but it's fine. It's really cool. I've only fucked it up once. Those things are really cool because they're portioned out already, so you don't have to worry about, like, having leftovers or, like, you cook for us. Like, you don't have to, yeah, do all that extra Mm measuring and stuff is just like squeezing and stirring yeah. and flipping yeah. and it comes tossing. like a tube yeah <laughs> I love put it in the blender yeah it's so easy it. no I'm just kidding wow <laughs> I love that yeah like uh the one thing that I wish that they would incorporate is like portions for like single people mm. uh, no no I'm, I'm just yeah it's like I'm just single like so it's like I'm getting like portions for like they're like it's for two people mm-hmm. sometimes it's not just it's more than two people yeah. like with the pasta I made today like I ate it for lunch and then I ate it again for dinner <laughs> and then I'm, there's still enough left for tomorrow wow and it's like so I'm getting I am getting my money's worth but like I really do just wish that I could get like a cheaper portions mm-hmm. and like you know that's my one wish. There's like not mm-hmm. really anything for like people who like live alone or are single. So single hey, hello fresh. Have you single considered Pringles. just being rich and then <laughs> yes. um, not worrying I, about it? I have considered this and I'm currently working towards it, but alas, it eludes me. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, someday. <laughs> Someday, maybe once I get that HelloFresh sponsorship, yeah. uh, yeah. Wonk HelloFresh, <laughs> yeah. um, maybe then I'll be rolling in the money. But right now, I've made fourteen dollars on YouTube. That's so impressive. I think I'm a, yeah, that's more than I've made on YouTube. So. I think I'm actually doing pretty good because it's like two weeks ish. Yeah, so not bad, and that's for a video that I released in May. So that's pretty oh. good. Yeah. Wow, that's more than what people make on Spotify in a year. Unfortunately, I feel <laughs> yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Spotify. Oof. So that's my good thing. Let's see who's next on the list. Rochelle, you're next. Yeah, my good thing is uh, I finally got my uh, Cobalt Flux pad. So that's cool. The Saga is... What's a Cobalt <laughs> Flux pad? It's for <laughs> dancing. Um, it's <laughs> it's a it's a dance pad for like DDR and... Stepmania, mm, hell yeah. all kinds of dancing simulation games or whatnot. So I'm gonna start getting my exercise. So can on. you use it with other games, or uh, is it just... other games like what, like Super well, Mario? I don't know. You Sunshine. said other kinds of. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Dancing I, games. So I, I mean, don't know. It is kind of a well, controller, okay. right? 
Brenda? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it right, is yeah. just a controller, so you can use it with other games, but it's not practical. Not, not that I've all. done this. <laughs> oh, you play have, an RPG though. with it and record Haven't it. Haven't you? <laughs> Haven't you? You probably Brenda. do that. You could do like a Pokemon. <laughs> I want to play Parappa. Honestly, that'd be really funny. That might be yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That might work. Honestly, <laughs> my I have one more good thing that mm-hmm. I. So I downloaded an app on my on I have an Apple TV and I downloaded an app on the Apple TV specifically so that I can watch uh, Hell's Kitchen <laughs> and hear Gordon Ramsay <laughs> swear at people and I am delighted. <laughs> so that's my good thing. Gord, Chef Gordon Ramsay calling people panini heads and saying that he's gonna shove oh a girl gosh. a GoPro up their ass is my. Oh my god. I miss that. It's so I used awesome. to watch Kitchen Nightmares. It's like a lot. It's so c- Kitchen Nightmares is like one of my I'm not going to say guilty pleasures. It's just a pleasure for me. It's just <laughs> I just like Kitchen Nightmares and then he had that like follow-up one that was like coming out like last year that was like 24-hour <laughs> Hell Diner or something like that which what? was almost Kitchen Yeah. <laughs> what? 24-hour <laughs> hell, hell Diner. Take me there. But, okay. <laughs> It was like Kitchen Nightmares, but he only had 24 hours to fix the restaurant. It, but it was That's just impossible. Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> it's not really called 24-Hour Hell Diner. No, I, 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 I wish, I it, wish was. it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, um... But it's okay, because that lets me open up a lot of creative avenues for that name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. twenty-four. That, that would be a really good comic, honestly. Yeah, it'd be a funny, yeah. cool comic. Like Satan runs so, a diner, and yeah, and it could just be like a daily or weekly thing. It's fine. It's just like a casual. <laughs> little... You've thought of yeah. some, you've you've cracked the code, Brenda. This is this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. The show is really called Twenty Four Hours to Hell and Back. What? That's still pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to watch it now. Oh. I need to watch it. It's so nice yeah. to watch something that's more chaotic than real life, which is just Hell's Kitchen. But it had me thinking <laughs> about a crossover episode for Food Wars in Hell's no. Kitchen. No. Oh. <laughs> yes! Man, oh I my God. Chef Gordon Ramsay in Food Wars. I would like to see it. Please. I recently became made aware of um, uh, there being a One Piece X Food mm. Wars mm-hmm. crossover where in Sonic... In real yeah. life, Sanji, like right? a real life, like Sanji, um, who is the chef of the Straw Hat Pirates, he like goes there and uh, I, I don't know, I haven't read it, but I just saw like the the real life like you know screen caps from it. I'm like, oh, like it's this on is the Shonen cute. Jump app. Hmm. Guess I should read it. Is it? <laughs> like, Ooh, is that like, real? He, <laughs> yes. It's so that means that they, cool. that implies that they take place in the same universe. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems reasonable, honestly. Yeah, it's like, sure. With the way Oda draws women and the content I've seen in <laughs> Food Wars, it's just all it's all coming together. Oh. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. 24-hour hell diner. Yeah. <laughs> so has, it, has someone written that down yet? I just want to know. I just it's make in sure. my brain. I won't I'm gonna leave. I'm going to put it in, in my paper. notes. Did you say it's in your brain? Oh, plus to hate notes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, drawing my comic immediately after. This. It's in my brain <laughs> right now. Twenty-four hour hell diner. Um, Gordon Ramsay also used to have a show that was like uh, Hotel Hell, which was like Kitchen Nightmares, but oh, I remember he that. fixed hotels. Why does he? Yeah, need his his hands in all these pockets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and Mary, then... you're next. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I realized the thing that I wanted to talk about um, literally today um, at work. Uh, so today uh, we got our big old previews, which to people that are not like comic shop people, um, previews are like this big, chunky, you know, inch, two inch like catalog that like talks about books that are going to come out in the next two months or whatever. Um mm-hmm. And there's a new book coming out by one of my favorite writers, Ram V, and this, like, artist, um, Felipe Andrade, who I've been, like, obsessed with since I originally saw his work, but, like, it's always in, like, weird Marvel one-shots. Like, he did this art for, um, Doctor Strange The End, which was, like, what happens when Doctor Strange dies and there's a new, you know, 
what the fuck is it called? Whatever. Uh, Sorceress Supreme. There uh, we go. Sorceress Supreme. <laughs> I could only think of Surgeon Supreme, which is like the tagline for like his oh, like, for most his recent like thing. series. And I was yeah. like, nope. <laughs> um, and then he also did the art for like this other weird one shot, uh, Fantastic Four road trip, which was like this weird body horror, like surreal, like Jeez thing. Louise. It was weird, but um, so these two like creators that I really like are coming out with this comic. Um, uh, Hold on. It has a name, but it's about this, uh, um, like, death gets reincarnated, or death ends up in Mumbai, and it's, like, a very, like, magical realism type story about, like, like love and loss and the human experience and all this stuff. Um, it's called Many Deaths of Layla Starr, uh, Oh. And the art just looks like so cool already, and I, I'm saying that off of three images. Um, but like, <laughs> Ramvi, uh, he wrote this series called The Savage Shores, and um, he's also doing like Swamp Thing now and Catwoman, and uh, he there's a like image book I think it is like called Paradiso oh. or something. Oh yeah, and he did like a, he has a new graphic novel, Blue and Green. Um, whatever he writes, he's like very like pensive kind of like like he's got like really beautiful like a a really beautiful way of writing and like it's always very just kind of about like the human experience um i don't know and like these savage shores is really cool it's about like an indian um like vampire uh like (laughs) i don't know getting like colonized like story and also it's like a love story and it's just like i don't know his writing's like amazing so i'm really and then like magical realism is like the coolest shit in the world for my brain um so yeah either way in like two book two months there's a book coming out called the many deaths of layla star and it's gonna be really great presumably so (laughs) i'm so juiced about it because like sometimes i'm like not excited about like mainstream comics <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> there's stuff that makes me very excited so very that's real cool yeah. yeah that's that's my nice that's my thing yeah i miss looking through previews catalogs because they're just oh. like absolutely massive they're so fun mm-hmm. yeah so fun you get to see like your all ages stuff right next to zombie tramp and um God. don't say that <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's exciting. And every month I'm like, oh, maybe there'll be Saga on the cover of this one when I bust open the box. And it's not. Oh, <laughs> it's never there. One day, maybe. We're not no, talking about maybe. Saga. Uh, it's done. <laughs> it's always that exciting, topic though. topic is banned. Like... Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> it's banned. <laughs> well. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just never coming back. It'll like it'll why do you come back and <laughs> why do you listen in like ten that? years? Brian K. Vaughn will do like a six issue mini series about like wrapping <gasps> it up, and then no. <laughs> that's all we're gonna get. No. And Fiona Staples won't be the artist. No. Um, <laughs> to our dear listeners, Rochelle is really crinkling her face up. <laughs> An incredible way in response to that. I'm gonna. Lose I don't it. make the rules, okay? These are my observations. They're not it's rules. Not... They're not real, Mary. Don't do this to me. It's the only thing I have left to stay alive for in the world. Is Saga? <laughs> that seems extreme. No, you're right. There's Gordon Ramsay and DDR, so I'll be fine. And, um, 24-hour hell diner. Yeah. 24-hour hell, hell diner. You're right. Fictionality's <laughs> uh, collaborative comic coming to you 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn. Yes. Yeah, so those were all of our good things. Mary, would you like and to one jump into this thing. week's topic? And one bad thing. <laughs> one- <laughs> yes. Uh, four good things, one bad thing. Um, which uh, uh, at least two of the things we talked about in the last five minutes are going to mosey our way on into small press <laughs> comics which yeah. is the uh, topic for this week air horns pew 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 i deleted the bell app <laughs> oh yeah man we could use Damn. some christmas bells right now some jingle bells <laughs> yeah <laughs> i deleted it because it i didn't trust it <laughs> that's fair <laughs> understandable Valid. um 
yeah, so I'm super excited for this because small press comics are uh, my, I don't, I don't know if bread and butter is the right word, cause, but lifeblood. they're like, they're School, my lifeblood. Yeah. They keep me alive. No, I mean, like, yeah, it's like what got me into comics. And it's like, like, I, I'll read anything these days, but like anything that like really touches me and gets me excited is usually a small press comic of some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of you uh might be listening and say like what 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 is that what does that mean um and i'm here to tell you that small press comics uh i mean it it means like a lot of things to different people like it can be like oh this this is not like a big two that is to say marvel or dc comic or it um you know can just mean that like it's a uh coming from like a publisher either like an actual publisher or like yourself um that's making less than like I, I looked it up, but it seems I didn't write it down. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. So a small press can be like something from a publisher that makes less than $50 million annually, which is a lot of money and applies yeah. to a lot oh of things. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's like comics off. I don't even want to say off the beaten path because it's at this in the year 2021, that is not the case. Um, Like you have just as many like small press comics as you do like superhero comics, but like, you know, go back 50 years traditionally and like superheroes are what dominated um, Mm -hmm. the whole market. Uh, So yeah, like we could spend 500 episodes telling you about like all of the corners of the small press comics history. But I'm just going to hit some big beats here um, so we can scoot on and talk about books that we really love and why we love them and all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, uh, there have been like a few kind of different stages in small press books, uh, beginning with Underground Comics. And that is spelled C-O-M-I-X uh, for mm-hmm. X-rated, which yeah. isn't a joke, <laughs> um, which like <laughs> sprung up in the 60s. Um, and these like uh basically were like big just like counter culture of the time like comics so it's just like sex and drugs and free love and blah 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 and like it was a lot of like raunchy ridiculous stuff for the sake of doing that because it was like taboo at the time to do things like that um and a lot of those were made um in the 60s and you know 70s and whatever in response to the comic code authority which it was because it's not a thing anymore it oh. <laughs> which was trash yes. first and foremost <laughs> and secondly <laughs> it was like a weird way to like censor and regulate um like comics like by like the government uh and that started in 1954 and like by the early 2000s most like everyone like stopped giving a crap um about it but then like 2010 is when like the last like three publishers who were like still stamping their stuff with uh comic code authority like stuff like decided Squares. not to do that yeah <laughs> um, yeah winners yeah honestly <laughs> um, it became defunct and it was like basically the comics code authority was like you can't you know get this you know like wholesome stamp of approval if there's like anything too sexy or scary or explicit or like messed up and you know going on in these comics um I think there was because on Wikipedia, there's like a list of like all the, um, you know, criteria for it. And like one of them was specifically in every instance, good shall triumph over evil and the criminal punished for his misdeeds, which I think is (laughs) like to have like the the CCA (laughs) approve your thing. Like a good always had to win, which one is boring. And two also like, you know. I feel like a lot of the most interesting things I read these days are like, oh, who really is the criminal in these scenarios? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Just, but, yeah. and there were also things like, you can't draw women too, like, crazy. And like, or like, you can't have sex showing unless it's like, for a purpose. <laughs> like, what? Um, <laughs> what? I, I mean, there's like, the list is honestly insane. I recommend looking at this Wikipedia article just like for funsies, because it's just like, it's just so goofy. Um but it was like a prevalent thing throughout forever. And like, if you ever go and buy like back issues and stuff, you'll see like this, um, at least with like Marvel and DC books to see like the, like CCA, um, Mm -hmm. little stamp on the cover. And it's very funny. Uh, so then you, you know, uh, take a hop and a skip over to the eighties and you have the alternative comics movement, um, which kind of like sprung up like to combat like superhero comics in the way that, 
um because like i said they were like dominating the industry like when people like oh i'm reading comics like that's what people thought of and like honestly that today that's still probably like if you talk to someone who doesn't read comics they probably just think it's mostly superhero stuff (coughs) um but uh and like this alternative comics like movement was a lot of people like wanting to expand what like adult comics could be like we're not just trying to draw like these crazy like sex comics or like crazy violent stuff or you know whatever like anymore like we want to just like tell stories for adults um you know in stuff that's not superheroes or archie um so uh i don't know this is around time like fanographics popped up which is like probably one of the like biggest i don't know small press i i is fanographics still small press do we do we think that or i'd say i'd say so yeah it's like to someone who probably like you know i mean compared to like the big two marvel and dc fanographics is small press um Probably, especially they're like they they publish like yes, Um, which is another thing. Like small press often like applies to like I feel like a lot of the like content you see. um, Like I said, like so many people, people think comics are superheroes, and at this point in the game, you can find a comic about anything and everything for anyone of any age and like Mm -hmm. any demographic, um, which is awesome. Um, do to do and you know 80s you get all these other you know comics popping up which like uh comic publishers popping up which at the time were smaller and now you know are bigger you have your dark horse and your image and um you know all these other little things and you have titles like and books like mouse and love and rockets and tmnt and elf quest and like oh yeah you know <laughs> um comics elf appealing to people that are not just like dudes um like, I think I was reading, like, ElfQuest was, like, like so many women turned out for that. that like, it, it was, like, shocking <laughs> to the industry at the time, which, like, it's, like, this really goofy, like, dated book at this point. But, like, it was mm-hmm. cool at the time. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, now, you know, you, you forward that to now, and small press is, like, honestly, like, a very broad term. Because, I mean, anyone making a zine or, you know, their own little comic or whatever is that's small press and like small press like it isn't just comics you know it can be you know just other uh uh like literary publications but um we're talking this is we're talking about comics right now and that's what's important um or you have like things like pia or short box which are some of the bigger names in small press um publishing right now uh i mean in basically anything that is ever self-published is going to be small press and you know, any major city that you were in across the world at this point probably has a zine fest or like a comic convention or something that you're going to go to and you're going to see all these, you know, just people selling comics or maybe, you know, you have these small publishers selling stuff. And I think it's, uh, it's really cool. Just like the, uh, liberties that small press can take. Um, because it, mm-hmm. it, you know, from, like, art style to content to, like, the, like, narrative flow of things. Like, it, it allows for so much, uh, you know, like, freedom, I guess, and, like, what um, can be told through comics. And I think that's really cool. And, I mean, honestly, like, even, like, a lot of really cool, like, all-ages books for, like, kids, like, are small press books. And, like, there's, um, I don't know, there, it, it's just, <laughs> I and there are, like, superhero books in small press, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh does Dark Horse put out Black Hammer? Is that... Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think Dark Horse, like... Yes. Technically, is still considered small press, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, depends on <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah. But, like, it's it's top, top of the small. <laughs> um, top but, of the small. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, there's there's other superhero comics and then there's um other people are starting to kind of delve into superhero stuff too i know is it michael is it fife or fife or oh yeah whatever. he does copra and that's mm. like a, his own little superhero thing that he does so i don't know i don't and i don't they're like marvel and dc will occasionally do a weird book that is not superhero but for all intents and purposes <laughs> that's what they are um, yeah but yeah, so I don't know. Small press is just, it, it's cool, cool, um, 
it's it's comics for the little guy and comics for everybody and i like that about it so on that little little note do you guys have what 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 was your like experience with like first reading a book that's like not i don't know big two oh jeez <laughs> i know it's a tall question i'm um, sorry <laughs> yeah probably like going to like like honestly like comic conventions for the first time but then like going through artist alley and seeing like their what to me at the time like random or like super niche i was like whoa this is a graphic novel that has nothing to do with superheroes <laughs> it's a, just about humans yeah yeah i honestly say like c2e2 when i was like 19 whoa that's so cool you went to that at 19. I don't think I even yeah. knew what it was. Wow. Uh, it was You're my so university's cool. co- comic book club took me there, so. That's, that's so cool. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say, I mean, like, the first time I, like, encountered a comic that wasn't big two would have been reading Snoopy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, like, but- new Snoopy was coming out up until 2000. So, like, my dad and I would go to the McDonald's and get a hot cake and read the Snoopy in the wow, Sunday paper that's so every sweet. Sunday. That rocks. <laughs> wow. I love you know so, what? It probably, like, Sunday, like, comics are probably considered small press, too. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. like they're probably not making also be the particularly money from that. Like I can't yeah. imagine. No. no. Like, yeah, I can't imagine, like, anyone besides Jim Davis makes any yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would probably be like, you know, like I was aware that comics weren't just superheroes because like mm-hmm. I grew up reading, like my dad has like these very, very, very old Snoopy books that yep. I grew up reading before I read superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I would say like the second time would have been like discovering manga. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Cause like Pokemon used to come out in single issues, just like a regular American comic book. Oh, really? Um, That's true. And they flipped them too. So it was just, it was. I remember that. Yeah. I have some of them. They're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. The good they old came days. out as single issues, the same <laughs> yeah. exact size as any American comic. So, like to me, that was just another American comic. Whoa. So I was reading those before I read superhero books at all, mm-hmm. and um, and then I read blankets in college. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I would say that's my my personal journey. Um, I used Rochelle? I used to just well like my, my boyfriend in high school like I I read comics but like my boyfriend in high school used to, we used to go when well we used to have our moms like drop us off in Ann Arbor or like Royal Oak <laughs> or Ferndale and we would like hunt for the closest comic book store and just uh, and oh, so I started <laughs> trying to like make my own comics kind of around then because I was like seeing all of these little handmade books and stuff. Like, I remember going to Ann Arbor comic book shop of that we all know. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> and it was the first time that I saw, like, a dedicated section for those kinds of comics, like comics that people in Ann Arbor and, like, in the area were making. And also, like, weird, not big three comics. Other than, like, I mean, Vertigo is still big three because technically it's still a part of, like, DC and stuff. But, um, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I said big three. Vertigo I was like a, I'm thinking about comics, but um, <laughs> it was like the first. I guess that was the first time I was like getting really into like the first time I remember picking up like a small press or like homemade comic. And then like all my all my older friends like ha- like made their own little zines and comics and stuff. And they started That's this cool. thing called Royal Oak Comics Party where we would all meet up at. Like the downtown Royal Oak Leos, and oh my God. draw those little comics where it's like one sheet of paper, but you fold it hamburger mm-hmm. or hot dog, and then you fold it and mm-hmm. you fold it in, and then you cut the little top, and mm-hmm. then everybody just like collaborates on the comic. So someone makes a cover, and it'll be like, yeah. "Oh my God, Steve Harvey yeah. cosplay," I- <laughs> <laughs> and everybody has to draw a picture on the inside. Or a comic on I'm the so endeared by what you're saying, and <laughs> yeah. this is lovely. I would want to do nothing That's more charming. than like leave here right now to go to like a Royal Oak, like Coney Island, and do that. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that real bad. I I really miss it because we'd just be like passing around pieces of paper, like drawing weird comics. And I I remember one time I one of the comic 
uh, I don't remember what it was called, but I made like a bouncy house, but it was boobs. And I thought it was really <laughs> funny. And I was like, <laughs> yes. maybe like 19 sitting in Leo's with all my friends who were like close to 30. <laughs> like, we're making comics in the middle of this Leo's and I'm ordering a bowl of whipped cream for the third time today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but wow. yeah, shout out, shout out to Raylux slash Detroit Comics Party. You guys still. That's awesome. Even though you're not doing stuff right now. But yeah, that's, I don't know, making them and seeing them at Ann Arbor Comics place that we all know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, mine is probably, I mean, I guess along the same lines as Brenda to the, to the degree that, like, I was, like, the, like, Get Fuzzy, like, comic strip. Like, get Fuzzy yeah. was like, so good. I had, it was so good. I had multiple of the, like, thick, like, um, I mean, I, I do you call them trades? <laughs> but, like, whatever. I, I call like, them collections. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I see, like, like, collections. collections. Okay. Like, the cow- yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was reading a lot a of Get track. Fuzzy, um, but then I didn't really, aside from that, until, really, until I got to, like, to be a grown-ass proper adult, <laughs> like, I got into Saga, <laughs> which I don't think Image, should, I think not Image, anymore. for all intents and purposes, is, like, a part of, like, you know, ba- not the big two, but it's the third, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, um, yeah, I mean, like, the ones that I don't consider small press, and, like, you guys can correct me, but mm-hmm. I'd say, like, Marvel, DC, Image, um, Boom is kind of yeah, getting Boom, up to that Boom is, like, like, new yeah, Image, honestly. Boom. Like, yeah. it, a lot of yeah. the Image titles that come out, I'm not impressed by. Like but... And then, personally, I still, I do think that Dark Horse is not No, I mean, they have either. Hellboy. Yeah. Like, Hellboy's, like, the yeah, biggest what? title. Like, Yeah. Hel- yeah. yeah. And they had Star Hellboy Wars was, like, small press. They oh, had did Star they? Wars, oh, they had, yeah. They had Alien. They had Predator. Mm-hmm. Like they had a bunch of stuff before they self sabotaged themselves. <laughs> um, yeah. Even like now, like <laughs> Black Hammer is like a massive series. Yeah. Like, Black Hammer sells like tons of books and has tons of spinoffs. Mm-hmm. It's a big, yeah. big book. It's kind of the. Shit, I wouldn't though. consider it small. It's yeah. just I. I always feel so weird because like I don't. I don't consider it. But like again, like I pull some random person off the street like who doesn't read comics. I'm like, hey, have you heard of Black Hammer? They'd be like, what are you saying to me? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah. So once the movie comes out. Is there supposed to be one? Who knows? I'm sure. (laughs) Do you know something we don't know, Brenda? (laughs) (laughs) Are you producing this Um, movie? (laughs) Brenda's the the entertainment plug. Um, So let's, let's, you know, that's a taste. But I think beyond that, we all have kind of a concept of what small press is now. And I know Mm -hmm. I personally think, like, that ranges from, like, zines that people are self-publishing up to to your, like, PL level stuff, which, like... um, is just like a small press like publisher that I don't, I don't know they it's all very artist focused and it, it, it's it's enough for like if you're into like indie artsy comics you've almost certainly read something by them but yeah. like mm-hmm. if you aren't into comics at all you have no idea absolutely what they are <laughs> um so i don't know it's weird but like what what's what's some of your guys's like uh, like, what was the first thing you remember checking out in that vein that uh, oh really That's moved tough. you? Um, the first thing? I know I didn't, like, read it too much when I was, like, growing up, like, reading, like, manga and comics. But I honestly think, like, I was very much also an adult. And I feel like... That's okay. I really didn't random, get into like, comics until I was... 21 yeah. <laughs> i feel like it was like a michael deforge yeah thing that i was like when i started working in a comic book store mm-hmm. and they were like indie comics and i was like okay and it was like a michael deforge comic that is not collected i don't think right now because it was like a single issue and it was like mm-hmm. some single mm-hmm. issue like reprint stuff damn that's if cool. anyone remembers but i was like this art style is is in a comic book that's the thing I think that like is like moves me every single day about like small press stuff is that it's because okay like um from from time to time big two comics will put an art style out that is like real wacky very stylized <laughs> okay. and interesting and weird yeah. and you're like oh this is cool but for the most part it's all very like cookie cutter very naturalistic very like 
sometimes just straight up ugly. Um, yeah. But like, it's just, it's it's not exciting or interesting, particularly most of the time. Um, there are some people that do some really cool things, but they're, I can count them on one hand, probably. Um, and but yeah, small press, like, it, it, I, I feel like it invites like anyone who's kind of wanted to make a comic to be like, oh, well, someone's drawing like this. And like, I, I think I can, I draw in a similar like skill level or a similar way. And like, yeah, it like makes you want to make something. <laughs> um, That's very true. That's very real. Mm-hmm. Which I think is lovely about it. Yeah, and Michael DeForge, for uh, anyone who doesn't know, had a, a big part in Adventure Time with character design, and I don't know what else he serious? contributed to the show, but wow, oh, yeah, oh he's that a, yeah, no, so he's much actually like a, yep. Yeah, what's that character's name? The pink guy, the heart guy, the pink guy. Yeah, not the heart guy. Oh, that's George Decay. Um, <laughs> no, there's like this. God, what is this pink man adventure? This is a pink guy. <laughs> he's got an oh prismo prismo he's this dude. oh prismo yeah yeah it's very he's like this pink guy and if you see well, him Mike- he's like the most mm-hmm. michael deforge thing in adventure time yeah. i'm looking I mean, him it, up honestly, oh like, my god oh. yep <laughs> prismo's perfect. right Advent- like once you yeah. are pretty familiar with michael deforge's work and you like go and look at adventure time you're like oh i can see like how what an influence you had on these like characters even if they're not like directly his art style i'm like this reminds me like a lot of stuff you he draw um yeah he's a powerhouse for mm-hmm. sure uh what what other were some of your guys like beginning little things if anything i don't know or like we can also move on just like what's some what's some hot shit you guys like I've never been able to really get into, like, Michael DeForge or, like, the more, like, abstract, like, small press. And, Mm -hmm. like, I do appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool. But that's just never really quite gelled with me. But I think, like, comics that are just kind of, like, very slice of life. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, Mm -hmm. like, uh, Jane Mai's older stuff um, before she did Piao, the book, not the publisher. (laughs) Um, It's, like, all of these, like, kind of, like, like loosely drawn comics about like depression and like her mental illness. And it's like very raw, but like very good. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's like Sunday park, Sunday, Sunday after in the park with boys, boys. Yeah. Something like that. And then there's like another one whose name escapes me where she's like on the cover with like uh, some bubble tea. And like, I feel like that one's more serious than Sunday something in the park with boys <laughs> even though it looks more like whimsical it's still like very serious mm-hmm. um but i think those kind of stories where it's like very real um uh, that's what kind of draws me with small press or comedy because i also really like uh rule break by ann syverson i don't think i'm familiar i don't with think that i one. know that one. Oh, it used to be it used to be published by piao mm-hmm. i think they don't publish it anymore oh i feel um, like i'm so close to thinking like, of it small um just like little snippets yeah it's been out of print for a while but it's cool yeah when i start like started getting into comics um i mean i think i was just basically grabbing like every like big image title that was out so you know Uh your saga east of west your blah 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 Mm -hmm. um and then I think, like, I don't remember why I picked it up, but, like, I picked up On a Sunbeam by Tilly Walden, which we've oh. talked about in a previous episode, if you're brave enough to listen episode to it. Episode one. Um, yeah, our very yeah. first episode. Um, and I just remember reading it, like, oh, like, this is this is different, and I like it, and um, I don't know. I, I think, uh, like, a big thing with small press comics is, like, even when there's, like, fantastical... Um, elements there's there's stuff that's like a lot more relatable a lot of the time mm-hmm. and i mean I, or at the very least that's the stuff that like really like sticks with me and i'm like oh like this is like this is a really nice part of this and it's weirdly human compared to like some of the like i don't know other big crazy things that are being told um but like i guess i'd like now like that's that's the like i love finding like weird comics um <laughs> that just like I don't know. And maybe they're not even like slice of life. Maybe they're very abstract, which like I find myself <laughs> getting more and more into. Um, there's a, a book and it came out last year called Becoming Horses by and I think that she might be Swedish or so I'm, I'm not sure, but it's Disa Wallander. 
um, spelled like Lisa, but with a D. Uh, and it is like this story of just like this, these like, you know, handful of characters that are, and like each, it's, it's not even like a very linear story. It's just them like kind of moving about and like musing on different things. But the entire book is like done via like illustration, but also there's like a lot of collage stuff. Like she's, she, instead of like drawing backgrounds, she'll like, I don't know. She'll just like do these really abstract like paintings or she'll put like glitter in places or she'll like make little clay bits and then draw an illustration on top of a photo of them and you know just all this other like weird kind of stuff that like you would never see in uh like you know your average like big two three four whatever comic publishers um and but like the the thoughts and musings of these characters throughout it are all just very like whimsical and nice and it's just like a it's like a nice little blanket about like i don't know you're feeling weird and you don't fit, but it also you're finding a way to feel good about it the whole time. And I don't know. I really recommend it for people that like weird whimsical shit. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a small press thing. Also, I think my very favorite book that I read last year, which is small press is don't go without me by Rosemary Valerio yes! O'Connell, which um, is. Oh yeah. So Ooh. amazing. It's it. Sh- it's short box. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a collection of three different stories um, by the artist of like I don't know how many different awards it won, but uh, it won. But Lordine keeps breaking up with me. <laughs> um, uh-huh. One thousand awards. So good. <laughs> but and all the stories in this "Don't Go Without Me" like collection are just like I don't know. They're <laughs> they're like gay and they're beautiful and they're about like being mm-hmm. human and like memory and dreams and just it's yeah, yeah. i don't know it like crushed me in a way that i really enjoyed <laughs> I, I don't know i'm probably gonna sit here and reread it after this because yeah and i think like i don't know it, it's it's weird and i don't know how to explain like why like these things and like these emotions exist in small press because like even when i read like a because, like, there are very good superhero stories that I will read, and I'll be like, this is this is cool, and it's cool that this exists, and I enjoy it. But it, it just, I haven't read something that, like, evokes the same sort of emotion I get out of, like, small press books. And I don't really know why that is. But, I don't know. Because I, maybe I just can't relate to being a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, what, are, what are some of your guys' favorite, like... Little little guy books right now. Um, I this is more of like a a current classic. And it's mm-hmm. a Piao book, but it's called Ripples, and it's oh, like yeah. a journal of a. It's a detective's diary, and these two detectives come into this small town because this little boy has gone missing, and so they're like interviewing the townsfolk, and it's all in pencil. Which that blew oh. my mind because I was like, "This this graphic novel is entirely in pencils, I'm and the art style pencils. is very fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking love simplistic. shape colored and drawn in pencils. Like that's so sexy." <laughs> but... Yeah, but yeah, it's like very simplistic art style, but like it's just pencils, and then it's like so weird, and I you don't actually get a full answer as to where the boy went. But it has that slight eeriness to it, but it's also very funny. Mm. Ooh, I love just, eeriness. Just pencils. Man, sometimes, um, like, it's like I feel like a lot of small press books, You there's like the big comic distributor, Diamond Comics, which pumps out all of your everything all the time. But like most, I feel like, big small press books, like you can't get through Diamond. You just have to buy through them directly. But every now and again, Diamond will like, I don't know. Like you can buy like Silver Sprocket stuff through Diamond, which is weird and also uh... like sidestep all of silver sprocket stuff is on a website that i don't remember but it's like a library card yeah hoopla and you can read Mm -hmm. for free um and that fucking rules because their books are cool so um you should check that out but there was a book that came out sometime last year called a million tiny fires i think that um i can't remember the artist 
It's really good. It's like a little like zine-sized book, um, and it's got a beautiful holographic front, which I'm a sucker for and for anything all the time. Um, but it's like this eerie kind of like creepy horror thing about these like two like queer partners like living together, but like one's body kind of gets taken over by like a monster sort of deal, and it's cool. like sexy but scary and weird and. That's my that's my little corner of the world I like to exist in and read things about. So, what was I going to talk about with small press? Oh, I really like Catboy by Benjamin. Yeah, yes! which is published by Silver Let's Sprocket. I was going to say that's it. a Silver Sprocket book. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like so good, very fashionable, and like I want all the clothes. Kind of like a down to earth. Like I know, like it's about this girl who wishes <laughs> that her cat was like she's like my cat is my best friend and then the cat is like a cat boy and it's just like kind of them hanging out and that's that's it it's all pretty chill yeah he's like transformed into a cat boy but not like an anime cat boy Mm -mm. like a he is a cat kind of like a furry but not really a furry but maybe a furry he's like a stretched out cat like a long brand yeah yeah bipedal long bipedal he wears cute little dresses it's cute. The art is phenomenal. Absolutely love it. Um, I mentioned Rule Break by Anna Syverson, um, which is out of print. I double checked. I that was originally that published now. by it. Yeah. yeah, I've got it if that anyone really wants good. me to like, mail it to them. It's super good. It's really funny. There's like a chunk in the middle about like this. I think it's like Swedish baseball. And it's just like kind of unhinged and I love it. <laughs> uh, what was the other one I had? Because I like – I was – Racking my little brain. That might have been all I had. But yeah, Catboy, I would say it's like definitively my favorite. I like cats, what can I say? I've learned <laughs> that about you over the span of this podcast. She loves cats. <laughs> it's not like my it's not like my Discord icon is a cat or anything. Her Discord icon <laughs> is cat. cat. Just so. <laughs> it's my cat. Tee. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like a cute little, a, cute a little cat. cat. Yeah, that's oh, Angel. Which mm. was so cute. That's my sweet Angel. Oh, he's a sweetie boy. The ones in my brain are uh, "Gleam" by Freddie Carrasco, which uh-huh. I he he just does everything good, and I'm really, really just love it. And he also did something for X Mag, which is also at the forefront of my brain that I really think about all the time. And then. Oh, I forgot about Heat, which is a short box comic. Yeah, that I love yeah. very much. Oh my god! Really, it's, gr- it, <sighs> it's got food. It's got Shit. farming. It's got a demon that just like shows up and like the family just like it's like hey, work on the farm, and the demon's yeah. like well, I'm not doing anything. So okay, <laughs> like, real big demon too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's I don't know. It's so it's so good. <laughs> yeah, big. And, and then, is it uh, Ristocrat? It looks like a risograph. The colors yeah, are just so I, good. It's like very limited yeah. colors, but the way that they use textures mm-hmm. and tones is just mm-hmm. amazing. Are you looking at it right now? Yes, I am. I have it here. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna so read it much. again tonight. And oh, then, yeah. um, uh, Youth in Decline does these two series: Frontier and uh, Lover Lovers Only. And I really love the Eleanor Davis uh, Frontier. And I really love the one, uh, Lovers Only number two, which has um, Sophia Foster Domino, a little comic by her. And then, of course, Did You See Me by Sophia Foster Domino is one of my all-time favorites. And it's about uh, shared dreams and love and weird stuff. And it's really good. She just... Very good. And also did a thing in X Mag where it's about like I think I've talked about it before on the podcast, but um there's this app where you can like make a three D version of your like of the kind of like the inside of your mind for people to date uh-huh. you and people can visit these rooms. And so this good. character is like really not for it, but she like her friend says like her her boyfriend is like a programmer for the <laughs> the app or whatever, and so then mm-hmm. she like 
I don't know. It's really good. But like the way that she draws like rooms and people and people are really fashionable and rooms are really fashionable. And you want to like live in this world because it's so weird and bizarre, but also really cool. She does great patterns, too. I don't know. I really. She she does like a really good like flirty liminal human interaction, (laughs) like kind of like story. Like it's it's weird. And it's not like overtly like, I don't know, like sexy but it, it yeah. it's flirty you know yeah. like it's, it's i don't know it's good it's good mm-hmm. is the point oh i just <laughs> oh. thought about no other word no 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 is it no other words by katie Casey? nowak no, was one of the yeah. first oh comics yeah that's i've read it at, <laughs> it's good. Ooh, i read it at so work spicy it's very oh. spicy and i and i was just like blushing like ah. Oh. <laughs> you know i like i just remember our boss being like oh you should read this and i started reading it like and while we were like doing our tuesday receiving yeah, and i was like, like there she's like you should it. read it at home i'm like yeah oh, okay like <laughs> it's it's yeah it's it's spicy it's spicy, it's spicy. but it's, it's like spicy. not it's not spicy no, it's in the good. way that is like embarrassing it's like no rec- like it's spicy because you can recall like hat <laughs> Like, for me, I was like, I can recall, like, having feelings like this and, mm-hmm. like, seeing someone and being with them for the first time and being like, oh, what's going oh. on? <laughs> Where? I'm embarrassed. Oh, my what's- God. I'm very embarrassed. But it's like, I don't know. That's the kind of, like, spicy it's comments It's primo like horny content, for sure. Yeah. I think Did that, you say horny um, content? I, you I did. I did say okay. horny content. Primo oh, horny that's- content. It really is. No, I think there's like a niche on small press comics for that that is like so good. Because, okay, like you can, there are gross, gross sex comics out there that yeah. are not sexy, but they're made for freaky men um, <laughs> and not cool, yes. freaky. It's like, awful. like yep. they should not be made. But there's like uh, this like niche of like queer, erotic, like mm-hmm. comics that are just out of this world right yeah. now. Um, like okay like piao these x mags uh-huh. the second one is about supernatural romance um and there's a number of like uh, like comics in that book that are so good uh les leslie what the fuck's her last name that leslie hung huh? leslie hung she has a comic in there yeah. like that is just so good about these like it's like mm-hmm. a magic world and there's like a library and it's just these two like characters like meeting and like hooking up but in a way that i'm like oh <laughs> like that tonight wow like i need to- it's good okay. um or like there's like a story at the end of it and i can't remember who it's by so i'm sorry but it's like this like a woman buys a house and it's like haunted as fuck but like the scary thing that's haunting it will just like lick her feet at night and like, <laughs> it's so um, creepy people are like you need to leave she's like i'm okay with it i don't really care <laughs> like, but like the thing that she draws is like scary <laughs> but like it's i don't know she's it's like, really good I'm fine yeah that's fine <laughs> like, um i don't know there's there's really cool there's a cool erotic niche in small press comics that i'm so mm-hmm. about um yeah, it's cool that they can just like push the limit and like do mm-hmm. weird stuff about emotions and sex and in- intimacy and all that weird stuff that yeah. you know is kind of yeah you never see <laughs> Catwoman and, I think and Batman be, talking about like to know. a degree you get <laughs> like you like sex is the like big taboo right because like I mean you have yeah. like superheroes falling in love and stuff but like yeah. you don't like like sex is like a, a thing that people are interested in reading about and there's ways to do it that it's like actually like intimate and like or i don't know bizarre and like stuff that you just don't get like because i feel like you know you like you have your love and you have like scary stuff and like big comics and you have mm-hmm. like stuff but like intimacy and like i mean amongst even like in a sex way or like a friendship way or in like whatever like being intimate is like a thing that isn't touched upon as much because i feel like that's I don't know. I feel like that's like a queer like sort of thing and that you have a lot of straight white dudes that like to read comics yeah. and so that's like not mm. for them. Yeah. Entirely. 
it's been just like laid um, out that it's for a very specific thing and it's for like heroics and for strong mm-hmm. and valiant and like obstacles mm-hmm. and beating bad stuff and it's not really about like how yeah. are you growing as a human being and you know getting no. through what being a human being really means it's just like fight kick fight <laughs> yeah beat yeah. <laughs> most times not yeah, all the time comics like yeah in comics like you can literally do anything with comics like you don't have to draw a superhero you can draw literally anything anything and it's really yeah and it's really cool to see like i feel like in the past five years it's really ramped up where it's like there just is a lot people are a lot more aware that there are different kinds of comics you know both on like the mm-hmm. short press scene and then like on like the all ages graphic novel scene which has just mm-hmm. exploded oh my god like, yeah it's everywhere it. um yeah which is good like it's really good but like that wasn't around when I was a kid. Like, yeah. man, arguably uh, even more so than like the I don't know, like adult, like general comics, like the like teenage, like uh, all age comics that like there's so much representation and like stories that are being told that is so cool and like so much more than it has I feel like ever been available and it's really charming yeah. and awesome. And, and I remember when Lumberjanes came out, mm-hmm, there was like cool. really nothing like that. Yeah, that yeah, existed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was wild. I remember going to pick up that first issue and just being like really excited because like this is like this cool new thing and I haven't seen anything like this before. Um, but now that's it's super prevalent. It's everywhere, yeah. which is awesome. And mm-hmm. I find myself mostly these days reading um, like all ages books. Like mm-hmm. Snapdragon is a book wow. that Paloma yeah. told me about and gifted to me. Amazing! And it's absolutely incredible. <laughs> I cried. Um, who's the, who's the creator of that is that i think she was it's actually Kat something? Uh, yeah cat lay cat lay, Kat lay, lay yeah. l-e-y-h yeah and she like worked on lumberjanes yeah. for a long long time yeah a long time which makes sense um, the, yeah that book is absolutely phenomenal um i was also on shortbox's website because i couldn't remember what they published um and i saw that they have a cowboy bebop fan book it's really it's good really, yeah. yeah it's cool yeah um yeah there's like leslie hung is in there mm-hmm. which we talked who we talked about earlier uh jane mai who i mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um like chen chow a lot of people t- so many people worked on this book i gotta check this out um but like fan books i feel like are like another genre of small press mm-hmm. that like hasn't really caught on too much here but in japan fan books are like big 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 like dojinshi which is a lot of it's dirty um it's like a really really big market um and but there's fan books that are just like short stories but like different people who like work together in groups uh so it's cool to see like short box which isn't like a big 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 publisher we discussed but it's like you know well known among like small press mm-hmm. circles um to be publishing a fan book mm-hmm with like all these really big names in comics it's really really cool and i want to see more of it please yeah i feel like fanzines are like popping up more and more and i see it a lot like yeah. via twitter like because i thought like mm-hmm. amongst like illustration twitter anyways like maybe i don't know how much it has breached like comics but like you know there's every time there's like a popular series like there's like oh there's a steven universe fan book there's a a doro hidoro fan book there's a like I came across like a like a gay cowgirl fan book. Like there's like you know um, I don't know. There's stuff uh, more and more, and I think. But yeah, like you said, like sh- short box. Did we say put mm-hmm. out the Cowboy Bebop one? Like and yeah. that like sells all the time at the yeah. shop. Um, it's such a cool cover which too. I can cool. imagine. Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome. And like how cool to just like make expand on a world with like a bunch of people that like the same stuff you do. You know. Yeah. Honestly, it's called the Real Folk Blues, mm-hmm. a Cowboy Bebop fan book. Yeah. Emma Rios, Jesus. Oh my gosh. gosh. it's it's yeah. really good. It's if you like Cowboy Bebop, it's super worth checking out. And there's some cool like essays and stuff in it too. And it's just Nick Dragota. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. It never ends. Wow, this is a massive list of people. How big is this book? How many pages is it? It's, it's like it's, it's not huge. Yeah, I mean it's not huge, but it's not like Gee. small. You know, it's like I forgot if I have it. It's it's a reasonable sized book, reasonably sized book. Rochelle might be grabbing it. I don't know. Ooh, there we go. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'd say that's like that's pretty like it's bigger than I thought it would be like size wise. Mm-hmm. Like amazing. It's about the size of a piece of paper. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. It's got cool Spike Spiegel on the back. We love cool Spike Spiegel. Oh, Ren That's like at least 100 pages, if not more. Yeah, there's 30 chapters. So. Wow. Or 30 yeah. stories. That's a Sorry. Hefty book. That's incredible. I especially like fan books as a concept of like, um, like for expanding on media that like is not like relatively that long. You know, like Cowboy Bebop's like what, like 20 some odd episodes? Like, yeah. So, like, oh, here's this like really rich world, but like we're going to expand on it and make it cool. And maybe it's not canon. Who cares? Not me. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, big fanfic vibes. Uh-huh. Big. Fi- we love fanfic in this. We love fanfic podcast. here. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Um, what you need <laughs> to know is that there's a comic out there for you if you don't like comics or don't think you like comics. Definitely. There's probably one out there that'll fit your needs, and you should explore it and talk to your favorite comic people to help you find yeah that thing. And maybe if you send us an email, we'll help you find one. Oh, yeah. Send us an email. email. Yeah. Please email us. Ask email us, us about our impeccable taste. Definitely. And it is truly impeccable. Mm-hmm. hmm mm-hmm. That's an undeniable fact. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, before we go, wait, that was wrong. Wait. Hold on. Start over. We'll get there. We got this. Wait. That's all the time we have for today. As always, our music is Minty Fresh by Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm you just messing up today. It is a weird day. Yeah, you're doing good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's all the time we have for today. As always, our music is Minty Fresh by Louis Zong. You can find us on Twitter at Fictionality. And before we go, don't forget to take some time for yourself, drink some tea, and please rate us five out of five on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> don't forget about And send thanks. us an email if you want. <laughs> An email to Yeah, send us an email. About anything. Ask Please. us a question. Tell us about your day. I don't know. Tell us about your socks. Ask us a question. You know. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of socks, cool socks you got on? If you don't, don't send us an email. But if you do, <laughs> tell us about your socks. <laughs> cool sock club. Cool. All right. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>